Alright, this is Sabrina with the Bitchin' Podcast. I am sitting here today with Eternal Champion. If you gentlemen would be so kind as to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Jason. I sing. Uh, I'm John. I play guitar. And I'm Brad. I play bass. Excellent. Well, thank you guys for, for being here. It's my first Eternal Champion show. I'm pretty excited. And for you to be here. Yeah. Um, well, first off, uh, I learned recently about the world of Arganor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Did you, uh, from the lyrics or the story? Oh, well, first it was uh, the an interview. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and uh, that you talked about writing a novella? Yeah, I'm trying to finish it. I'm uh, maybe a couple chapters in so far only. I want the whole novella to be about 120 pages. And I have another story that I published uh, a couple years ago, and I, I want the whole thing to come out as, as an anthology, sort of. So hopefully I can make uh, three stories last about 150 pages. And hopefully I can time the release of the book around the same time as our next album so people can read the story and make sense of all the lyrics. So, I don't know, maybe I will. <laughs> it's, I just need some time off, you know, from work, I think, to finish it. Yeah. It'd be nice to have, like, a month to sit down and write, you know. If I can carve that out for myself, I'll definitely, you know, achieve it. But if I'm just working every day, it's so hard to make time to come home and, and write, you know what I mean? Because I just want to relax when I get off work, so... <laughs> Understandable, yeah. for sure. So is the next album going to be uh, completely focused around the, the lore of the world? No, it'll be uh, kind of the same as the last record. Uh, the last record, the first two songs are based on my own world building and lore. And the other songs are based on other writers' uh, short stories or novels or uh, worlds. And so the next album will probably be the same thing. Two or three songs about my own lore. And I'll probably be de dedicating the rest of the songs to like other uh, writers' works that I've, I've pretty much already picked them out. <laughs> Which Very ones cool. I'll be using, yeah. Very nice. So what, what, can, you, what can you guys tell me uh, so far about the album like the progress the new one but yeah not too much yet because uh we've just been sending some rough demos back and forth i haven't even recorded scratch vocals on it so uh hopefully we'll start soon new john has a new song yeah i have a couple things and an old song that we that yeah, we, used, yeah, we were, we were working ago. on a few years ago and just kind of reworked it yeah. several times at this point but Usually it's like dominoes with us, you know, with, yeah. with us instruments where it'll you know we'll get one song going, then it'll kind of just steamroll and the you know the record will be be written. We just need some momentum. <clears throat> yeah, you know? and they live. These guys live in Philadelphia, and I live in Texas. So like all of our writing and work together is done like by sending riffs to each other and like working on a little bit, sending back and forth. They can practice a little bit more, but it's hard to write vocals like that. I bet. Oh, uh, you mentioned back in the interview in 2016 about taking voice lessons. Did you ever take those voice lessons? No. 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 <laughs> I know I need to, but I don't. I don't. I kind of come to terms with it. I'm just not a good singer, and I don't even want to be, and I don't even care. You know what I mean? I, like, I want to be able to pull the songs off in the studio and make them sound good, but live, I don't really care. You if just want to have fun, right? Yeah. I just want to deliver the songs, really. Like, that's kind of what I'm good at. 
I, I never like I wanted to be like the front man and be in control of uh, how the vocals go and the phrasing and the themes and writing the melodies. I love all that stuff about singing. Oh yeah. But hitting the right notes every time, I'm just not that dude. I'm not Jeff Tate. I wish I was, like, but I'm not. So I just have to play to my strengths. And uh, I warm up before we play, and I do what I can to take care of my voice. But I try not to worry about it too much. That's why I decided against the voice lessons. I was like, fuck it. I think that's maybe later. Point. Like, we start playing for more money, and people maybe expect a perfect. I, nah, fuck that. I'm, yeah, I still don't that. give a shit now. <laughs> I, I think you're doing just fine. Thank you. Yeah. Just watch that Nitro, what is it, the the 8 octave? Oh, yeah. That, that video, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's all yeah. the vocal training you need. Yeah, right. The singer of this band, Nitro, does this insane, like, sweeping, like, was it five octaves, four yeah. octaves, or whatever? Yeah. yeah. It's a classic YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so I know that you forge weapons, and I've seen pictures of you on stage with a sword. Mm -hmm. Do you ever wield a weapon you've forged? Yeah, I have before, but I don't like it because I make like really sharp swords, and they're like battle ready. So uh -huh. if some kid jumped up too quick or was behind me, there's like really risk of impalement or dismemberment. So I, the the swords I usually bring are like sharp, but they're not gonna cut you if you just touch them in the point on yeah. the you know they're still real swords though. they're real swords yeah, yeah. yeah they're just not uh they're dulled they're dulled yeah. you're not gonna get impaled you won't get impaled That's well good. you probably could i mean well, the, well, the sword hard enough. yeah <laughs> if, you, if you actually stage dive on it yeah you're gonna be well you stage dive on anything point you're gonna have yeah. a bad day <laughs> yeah uh that's cool though I, I've, I was like, man, it'd be really cool to learn how to forage something, but... It's cool. You should. Uh, I just got the wild hair to learn one day, and there's a program in Austin where you go and learn, and it took me two years, and now I can do it. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's rad. Yeah. You can learn to make a knife in just about a couple weeks. Yeah. Life goals. Yeah. You make a lot of other cool stuff besides the weapons as well, Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, I like to make stuff just for the home, you know. Yeah. Yeah. People want weapons. So oh, yeah. It's my bread and butter. <laughs> I think what impresses me most is the more industrial design kind of stuff that you do. Oh, yeah. Like the thanks. fencing and stuff like that. Yeah. That's like, uh, it's easier money. It's just not as creatively fulfilling. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. But man, around Christmas time, I'm sure Lindsay wouldn't be mad if I forged her a dagger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I always like to know, the people that make the music that I enjoy, what are they listening to? Oh, yeah. You guys go ahead. Well, I'll say today in the van, we were listening to a lot of Solitude Eternus. Mm. Yeah. That's so, a classic DFW heavy metal. Yeah. We're always Soul. jamming them. That's yeah. the best band from Texas ever, in my opinion. Solitude yeah. Eternus. Yeah, for sure. And there are a lot, of, a lot of great ones throughout the years, too. I've been listening to Morgana Le Fay, like... Constantly, the last few weeks, I love that band. Everyone should check out Sanctified. It's kind of like a little bit groove metal, you know, which is like kind of a bad word in our circle, but it's really good. It's really hard. And uh, it's like a Metallica made like a like a like a Doom record, some other shit. Yeah, right. Or it's like if Sabotage had yeah. hard parts. Yeah, right. Or Sabotage does have hard parts, but like harder. 
parts. <laughs> nice, Morgana. Yeah, Morgana Le Fay. I'll have to check and, that out. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Black Sword Thunder Attack too from Greece. It's like a warlord kind of worship or Lordian Winds worship. Very cool. Yeah. One band we played with that uh, we played with this band Hollis. They're I think they're from Sweden. I fucking and love that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've been listening to that record a lot because I feel like it's a good fall time, winter time kind of record. You know, they sounded like the record. Live. They were they were. Yeah, one of the best bands we've ever played with, for sure. That's really cool dudes, too. That's pretty funny, because the episode that you guys are going to be on with your song, I'm playing some of their shit. Yeah, oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And some Demon Bitch. Oh, nice. We oh, love yeah, them, yeah, too. Yeah, we do, yeah. They're awesome. Fuck yeah. Demon Bitch is red. Yeah. Great name. <laughs> right? <laughs> to the point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> when I'm like, oh, this band Demon Bitch, like, the fuck? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Ooh, ooh. I think that I'm expecting interesting responses. If you could transform into any mythical creature, what would you be? <sighs> like a mythical creature. I guess I'd want to be Cthulhu. Yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm cycling through my, my database, <laughs> you know, trying to trying to think of something else, but yeah. Yeah, I think to be some kind of formless terror, that'd be cool. Yeah. A, a what? <laughs> some kind of formless terror. Yeah. You know? As a some trans-dimensional, yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. No rules. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I'll stay, I'll, I'm not, I'm not going to throw you're a hat like, in the ring for this one, man. The, no, you're these, fine. these two are much more the, uh, the sci-fi fantasy dudes than me. Yeah. Well, I had a, I've had someone say uh, Jesus or Santa Claus, <laughs> and I'm like, why not just smash them? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't uh, want to be either of them. I definitely would. <laughs> and uh, Man Bear Pig. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> so they just brought him back <laughs> this past week. Yeah. 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 Um, also, what are you guys reading? Oh, man, my reading stack is crazy. Uh... I'm reading uh, the Oron series. This is this uh, this character named Oron. It's written by David C. Smith. I'm trying to get through all five books because I'll probably be like dedicating some songs to him. And then uh, I started Claw the Conciliator. Oh, did you? Gene oh Wolf my Final. god, I love yeah. that's like my favorite shit. Yeah, yeah. New John got me into Gene Wolfe. Yeah, Gene Wolfe. He wrote uh, Shadow. Of the... Torture. Shadow of the Torture is the first one. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. It's like a... It's like a dying far Earth sort of future thing. dying Earth fantasy. It's really cool. I really recommend that. My stack of books is gonna get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> my room is filled with shit. It's yeah. like yeah. stacks of books. It's kind of embarrassing. Almost. Yeah. It's hard to... Uh, yeah. Like prioritize, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because everyone's got so many recommendations for me too. Like mm-hmm. I'm constantly like, all right, well I have to order this, and I just order it and look at it because I have so much other stuff that I need to be doing. <laughs> but I, yeah, I can't help myself. We have some great bookstores in Philly too, so yeah. I know yeah. for for Boy, John here, it's look. easy to you know oh, yeah. load up. I'm kind of the dullard of the group, man. I'm not. I'm not a huge reader, but the the, the last thing the last thing I read that I truly truly loved was uh, the Great God Pan by Arthur Machen. Oh man, Classic. that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. That whole collection was good, but that story in particular is that's where it all comes from. Yeah, yeah. That's the cosmic horror. Yeah. Yep. Progeny. Progeny. Is there some creative 
titles. Yeah. I'm so glad I have this recorded because yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to remember any of those titles. <laughs> yeah. Check that out. Arthur, Arthur Mocking, Great God Pain. That's yeah. Yeah. The nice thing with a lot of that stuff too is it's shorts and they, yeah. you, you can fly through them, you know what I mean? It's like maybe like 80 pages yeah. or so and it, it goes real quick because it really, really drags you in, you know? And they're spooky. They know? are. They truly are, yeah. Legitimately spooky, yeah. You guys are speaking one language. Yeah. I could talk nice. about that shit for hours. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-Lovecraft cosmic yeah. horror. Yeah. That's really cool. It's cool to see where Lovecraft got all that atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Do you have you ever read an H.P. Lovecraft book? I have an enormous H.P. Lovecraft book oh, that yeah. I look at. Right now I'm reading too many books. It's intimidating to have a big fucking... Oh. You just need to dive. You need to find one story that the title sounds cool yeah, and just yeah. dive in. Yeah. You know, with, with the Lovecraft stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a thick book of Lovecraft, a, th a thick book of uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, cool. I have a bunch of metal reading that I'm doing, like the history of uh, Finnish black metal. Cool. Yeah. I've just too much shit. Yeah, yeah. Too much good shit. Not enough time. It's very true. Speaking of, I really appreciate yours. Thank you for taking a few minutes to talk with me. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate, appreciate you asking us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Hey, guys. This week we are joined with my friends Cole hey. and Austin. Happy to be here. And we just got finished listening to the Eternal Champion interview that I did last night. It was really cool meeting those guys. Yeah, they seem like a cool group of guys. Yeah, they seemed uh, very enthusiastic to be talking to you. I think that's ridiculous, but <laughs> I appreciate their kindness. And also, I already have too many books, but now I feel like I need more. There's never too many books. Yeah, Ever. I guess. Ever. But, anywho, you've heard the people. How about now? We hear the music.
that was Eternal Champion off of their Armor of Ire album that was The Last King of Pictum. Good stuff. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, and I don't I don't think Jason needs voice lessons. I I was just thinking that. Like I think I think his voice fits really well with the song. Yeah. What was it good live? Oh fuck yeah. 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 Oh, uh, so this morning I met and I looked up the uh, the Octaves video that they mentioned in the interview. And the guy goes from, like, Peter Steele to Mariah Carey. Ooh, <laughs> yes. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, what else? What, what should I throw at you guys next? I mean, power metal. How about some heavy metal? That sounds good. From Detroit. Sounds great. Oh,
All right, that was Demon Bitch, their song Devil Love off of their album Hell Friends that came out back in 2016. And I think that album is fucking rad. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. It uh, it definitely has an, an 80s vibe to it. I like that. It's very vibrant. Reminds me of uh, Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The the vocalist for sure has a has a an Iron Maiden vibe. The only thing I felt that was a little bit missing is I couldn't I couldn't hear the bass quite as much, you know, with the vocalist reminding me so much of Iron Maiden, you know, you you get used to that like the doom do 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 do, you know. Yeah. I, I I didn't hear much of that, but uh maybe it's present elsewhere on the album, I don't know. You'll have to listen to it to find out. Well, let's switch gears from heavy metal to some doom metal. We're going to play some Crypt Sermon next.
that was Crypt Sermon, their song Into the Holy of Holies, off of their 2015 album, Out of the Garden. What'd you guys think of that? I like the uh, twin guitar harmony solo close to the end. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. You've you showed me this before, so I've uh, listened to this album quite a bit. Uh, definitely, definitely right up my alley. I really liked the introduction to that song. Yeah, it's real good. The uh, the guitar bits throughout, real good, really beautiful guitar work in that album. Yeah, definitely. So that's doom metal. What what makes it doom? As far as I understand it. It is pacing, and there there can be a repetitive element in the music. Uh, I'm sure that the uh, the lyrical themes also contribute to that that stamp. I caught that with the uh, the the lyrical content of this song. I mean, I caught bits of it, um, and it seemed like it was. Uh, I don't know exactly what it was talking about, but it seems like it was really dark. Oh yeah. Well, the the lyrical themes that they seem to focus on is the setting is biblical times, uh, religion and anti-Christianity themes. Sounds about right. Yeah, I think they're real good, and they're putting a new album out. They're working on it right now. Awesome. Yes, so I'm pretty excited. Well, let's keep that doom and gloom rolling. Let's move from America to Belgium and listen to some Belgian metal because what, what else good comes out of Belgium? <laughs> they make good beer there. Hell yeah. We're going to listen to some Bathsheba.
that was Bathsheba, their song The Sleepless Gods off their 2017 release, Service. What did you think of that? The opening riff is like fried chicken. I find it hard to resist. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> Probably my, my favorite song that I've I've listened to. You should you should listen to the whole album then. Yeah, I like it. Maybe I just maybe I'm discovering that I just really like doom metal. Maybe that's what's happening right now. I really like doom. It seems like like the pacing like it's not too fast and crazy. Like it'd be really good to just like put on some headphones and get work done too. Yeah, get shit done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, they're real good. And it's nice it's nice hearing some good lady vocals yeah. in the doom. Yeah, I was going to say that too. I I really really like her vocals. Um and of course I like listening to music that I've never heard of and I I had this uh this sound in my head that I expected and it totally what's the word when you're not expecting something you're surprised that's it unexpected i was surprised to to hear that this was a female vocalist and she she does a great job fuck yeah she does but i love the guitars though i love them so much the, it's, it's so a good chunky tone. Ah. yeah yeah it's interesting it, uh you don't i guess i don't i don't know of very many uh female led uh metal bands I, I'm sure you could introduce me to thousands. I maybe not, maybe not that quite that many, at least not without a little bit of research. But I can definitely think of a few off the top of my head. Yeah. And future episode idea. Yeah, there we go. That'd be good. Yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I, uh, I I actually felt like the the female vocalist worked better with the the sound. So. Yeah, she meshes really well with the music. Yeah, killer voice. Fuck yeah. Well, let's keep the killer voice going. We're switching gears to something a little more... It's still kind of in the doom vein, but I guess it's more psychedelic. More worship of, like, late 70s rock. We're going from Belgium to Sweden... Because we're going to listen to some Spiral Skies.
All right, that was Spiral Skies. That was their song, The Dark Side of the Cross, off of their Blues for a Dying Planet. They came out this year. That shit is super fresh. What do you think of it, boys? It's like bacon. It's really, really good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. She had a killer voice, too. I think th- I think this is also the best album art so far. It was really good. Really it awesome. Is. I was trying to pick up on on what the the theme. It seems like an almost like futuristic dystopian theme. I'd be, I'd be interested to see if it's a a concept album or Well, there's definitely kind of like a, a mysticism element uh like judgment punishment for sins and then the the album title blues for a dying planet um I, climate change is real <laughs> <laughs> right yeah it reminds me of last week um the song fuck by that pianist i cannot remember his name because i forgot his name too but he but he, he did the eulogy great. for the arctic mm-hmm. i'm like all these musicians are on the level blues for a dying planet it's dark it is dark but i super dig their whole 70s vibe worship thing they got going on because i love me some 70s rock because that's what i grew up with some like blue oyster cult and shit like that i missed out on that when i was when i was younger i mean there's no better time to start than now it's true. I felt but. super lucky because my parents just had an excellent record collection. And music was always playing in the house, so. It just, it sounds like childhood. It sounds like <laughs> happiness. Well, I think we should keep that whole 70s vibe rolling. We've also come to the last song, kids. Oh. Boo. But we're staying in Sweden. Gonna listen to some Hollis.
Alright, that was Hollis, their song Star Rider, from their album Excerpts from a Future Past that came out in 2017. That was my first song I ever heard by them. I thought it was real good. And that I would share it with you. Yeah, that song kicked ass. I think that wins the, the award for best intro this far, like in this episode. Though there were some solid contenders. The synth. It's it's so good. They remind me of, uh, parts of it reminded me of Fleetwood Mac and uh, some of it Camel. Mm. Two good things. Indeed. Very yeah. good. Very good. Yeah, synth is awesome. Yeah, I think it really just gives the music just a little extra oomph. Oomphy. A little pepper. Little pepper. You and your food analogies. <laughs> food is crunchy. It's fried chicken. It's bacon. Yep. I, Are I you like, hungry? Like that you don't even really tie it into the food either. It's just like it's like it's like ice cream because because it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh gee golly! Well, you've heard what I've been listening to all week. What have you guys been listening Ooh, this week? Oh man! Well, as as you guys know, uh, metal is not my my primary genre so well you listen a bit of everything don't you yeah i'm i'm kind of all over the place you are too cole right yeah for the most part yeah well um yesterday i went to a polyphia show they were playing with a uh, covet and hail the sun so i've been rocking a little bit of each of them this week they're metal adjacent i guess yeah, more only- like math rocky yeah, I'm only familiar with uh, pa- Polyphia. Thank you, Polyphia. Yeah, Dallas not the bands. Others. Yeah, I think I think you actually introduced me to Polyphia. I did, but yeah. I'm not familiar with the other ones. What what Ooh, are they? So so Covet is like a more chill, math rock band, like in similar to like Chone or Chon C H O N, however you pronounce that. I've never heard of them either. Oh okay, yeah. So they're they're like yeah, I would say math rock, um, guitar fuckery. You know, that kind of mm, stuff. Also known as guitar wankery. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But Covet is like a more chill version. It's the, uh, the, she's, a, she does like guitar stuff on YouTube, Yvette Young. Um, ah. She's kind of the, the front runner of that band of, of Covet. Um, and then Hail the Sun is, they, they're kind of like a, I think, I think the genre is like post hardcore. It's hard for me to keep up with all the subgenres. So they, many. They have like a almost like an emo-ish vocalist, hmm. like pretty high pitched and some screaming. They're interesting though because their uh, their drummer is their vocalist. I've seen a few bands that do yeah. that. Yeah, they they tour with a drummer sometimes though. Like it, they just like every other song at the show they did. Huh. So what did I guess the it's drummer? Just tiring drummer like drum. get out of behind the drum and yeah, like run around run like, do a light jog backstage <laughs> and then the vocalist would go behind the drums that's they just alternated songs huh weird yeah but cool what about you cole uh so i i haven't really listened to 
too much new stuff. Um, lately, I've been listening to like Nine Inch Nails, Pretty Hate Machine, and uh, Tom Petty's um, Into the Great Wide Open. So I've been listening to that, and tonight. Oh shit! I've been li- or th- well today rather. I've been listening to Suffocation because uh, Sabrina and I are gonna go see them tonight and get our faces kicked in. It's going to be fun. Oh. I mean, we were recording really early compared to what we usually do, so so we have plenty of time to get to that venue and get get our faces murdered by metal. <laughs> well, anyway, that is it for today's episode. Uh, always, as always, support the Metal Underground Uh Check the show notes for links to where you can buy and support these artists. If you're listening on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, go ahead and head over to bitchinmetal.com for the best notes. Thank you guys, and stay metal!